Hello, I'm Jill Marie, and I'm founder of the Serenity Vibration Healing and Enlightenment Technique. This is Telecast 23, which is the third segment in our eight-part series that is delving into genetic and current life formatting that has the potential to suppress your choice to instantly manifest all that you desire. The topic of today's broadcast is Fearing Abundance. Before we begin, let us take a moment to align with our most blessed Creator, asking for special assistance, asking the Creator to aid us to discover the embedded fears that are blocking the pathways of abundance that are truly your birthright. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about fearing abundance. Why in the world would we be afraid of something we desire so much? We long to be the beneficiaries of an abundance of love, health, vitality, honoring relationships, and and let's face it, possessing more money than we can spend in four lifetimes would be a huge freedom. Can you imagine the freedom that comes from a flow of abundance that's always more than enough. In fact, so much that you would never consider if you could afford something ever again. You just know you can. To never again ponder if you can afford something or how to get the money you need because it just comes to you is such a huge freedom. Every opportunity would come to you to manifest cars, travel, homes, opportunities to make charitable contributions, to live lavishly and give lavish gifts to your beloved ones. And you'd have time and the space to write books, to manifest your dreams, and to just be, without thinking about upcoming bills or your mortgage or the bills that follow the use of your credit cards. Imagine only flying first class when you fly with a commercial airline and having an account with a charter service that's ready and waiting at any moment to fly you to any destination you desire. You and your family or you and your beloved one have a thought that you'd like to go to the Cannes Film Festival. You make one phone call and the Learjet is gassed and ready to go. Cannes, here you come. And waiting for you at the airport at the other end is your beautiful limousine to take you to your five-star hotel. Hmm. It sounds wonderful. As a matter of fact, it sounds a bit like a dream, doesn't it? This might even seem wasteful or extravagant or even outlandish to some. But in this telecast, we're going to peel away layers of formatting that oppose this level of wealth and prosperity. We need to because the way must be cleared for you to envision the greatest levels of opulence in order for you to begin seeing yourself as a beneficiary of abundance at levels that you are no comfortable with so that we can discover the underlying reasons for the cap or ceiling that's been set to hold you below the million and billion dollar mark. We're going to reach into the recesses of your genetics and your current life formatting to access the suppression profiles and fear tactics that are laid in those recesses to limit you from reaching for the stars financially, or if you desire, reaching to a height that frees you to live your life in a manner that allows all that you desire to be instantly claimed. Our main goal in this telecast is to break through the barriers, allowing the abundance to flow, and then you will be free to decide what levels of abundance suit you. You know, not everybody sees abundance as millions and millions of dollars. To many, abundance means comfort, 
having enough money in the bank to take trips when they want to, pay their bills easily. And, you know, if they have a young to buy a fishing boat and a mountain cabin to park it by, they would like to maintain levels of abundance that would assure that reality. Dreaming about owning a yacht, possessing millions of dollars is different than knowing it's possible. Knowing that it is a reasonable reality and that you can successfully manage all that money, and at the same time, knowing that you can be abundant and still be you. That's what's important. That also is where the fear comes in. Because you only know what it looks like to be who you are right now. Throughout the ages of humanity, we've been trained, and I really mean trained, to be afraid of wealth and wealthy people. So if we're afraid of wealth and wealthy people, uh, is it seem reasonable that we'd want to or we really choose at every level to allow ourselves to become one of those scary people or to have some of that scary money? You know, if there are underlying fears about abundance, and on the flip side of the coin, you want it with all of your might, which manifestation will your creation energy flow to support? Well, the answer is maybe both. Perhaps abundance will flow like a raging river to support the desires that you have uh, continuing on forever. And if that is the case, wow, God bless you. You're creating with your mastered mind and it's magnificent. Or maybe you'll just get enough and the creation energy will dwindle a bit and even shut off and then turn back on and you'll get more. And in that case, God bless you. You're mastering your mind and you're developing the flows and you're experimenting and you will reach that incredible raging river. Just know that. That is your destiny. Right now, wherever you are in these scenarios, we are choosing to get to the bottom of whatever would be blocking you from having the raging river scenario completely from start to finish. As a matter of fact, how wonderful would it be if we could roll back to the beginning of your life and start that perfected reality so that you've never not had a raging river? It's our intention to find the seeds and foundations of embedded fears that have the potential to limit your ability to create at will all that you desire in an environment that is free of booby traps and pitfalls that can squelch your dreams. Dreams are the seeds of manifestation. And I think that's where we need to shift our attention right now because dreaming is good. Doing is even better. So yes, dream the dream and lay the foundation for what you desire. And then move into manifestation mode by creating action that will take your desire from the dream stages and lock it into the formation stage by fueling it with the creation energy that will activate avenues of possibilities that will foster the manifestation of your seeds. Now to create anything, you not only need to accept the dream as possible to make it happen, but you must know it. The truth is that you have created everything that exists in your life right now. Some of the creations that you, uh, that you created, you like a lot. And some of them, eh, not so much. So you can use this abundance series and all of the principles of transformation in any of the telecasts to assist you to stop the creation energy that you're directing from supporting the things that you do know truly desire to be a part of your life. Mastering your mind is the first step and the final step in all mastery and the focus of creation energy and instant manifestation. So 
In this instance, it's important to mentally identify yourself as an abundant person and never again accept any of the old limiting paradigms as valid. Now to assist you with this project, we have a new trigger process that's going to assist you to support the abundant reality that you're choosing. And this trigger process is called story. Not long ago, a few of us were in Egypt on a long bus ride. We're moving from Abydos Temple to Luxor. Now for several days, my friend Christine Renier had been talking about the debilitating stories that can play out in the mind. So we decided to use the time on our ride to collectively lay the foundations for this new trigger called story. As a direct result of this work, you will now be able to vanquish random inner dialogue and the formatting that supports the stories that are stimulated by them. You're going to be able to activate this trigger the moment you identify those patterns that have a storyline or a theme that's oppressive or thoughts that weave patterns of limiting scenarios and fear tactics that play out in a way that link old dramas to current realities. Now, the way we're going to use this trigger process to support your abundance is by activating it the second you recognize that old or new stories are stimulated into your consciousness that support drama and themes that give you reasons for why you can't be abundant or shouldn't be abundant. Now, the second that this trigger is activated, the creator and your God self will begin the process of reformatting the seeds and the foundations of the stories and the energy that could stop the formation of your choices in those instances. Now, after we've viewed the screen and implemented the clearing profiles at the end of this telecast, story will be ready for you to use anytime you detect a limiting storyline playing out in your consciousness. Now, I want you to be mindful that the stories that the ego program file stimulates can appear to be thought processing that's useful in your dissemination of important data that's pertaining to current realities that you're working through. But I'd like you to remember three things, and this will assist you. Number one. The ego program file and its random inner dialogue never support constructive reasoning. It always fosters fear and doubt. Number two, the brain also supplies scenarios and seamless streams of data relating to everything occurring in your life, but it is free of emotional charge. Now this information will assist you to be able to disseminate between the ego program files verbiage and the seamless inner knowing of the data from the brain and mind. Number three, you can't activate the trigger process story incorrectly. I can tell you that because our blessed creator is the one implementing the reformatting mechanisms of the process. If there's nothing to rescript, story will activate a love blessing. If there is fear, doubt, suppression profiles, or limiting foundations that are supporting your conscious deliberation, the seeds and foundations of limitation will be ideally rescripted by the creator. In any event, if there are negative thoughts or fear thoughts tied to any storyline that's running through your consciousness, your trigger process story will hunt down the formatting that's supporting it. As these layers are peeled away, you're going to notice less random inner dialogue and thought patterns that have limiting themes. And that's the beauty of story. It just keeps digging. It is our intention today to assist you to release the barriers that secretly exist within your formatting that trigger fears every time you start to become abundant. Now these triggers are the ones that instigate sinkholes that just suck up all the money that piles up just before you reach a stack that represents the image that you have of abundance or 
or even suck up the seeds that foster the formation of opportunities that'll fuel the waves of freedom to just be able to have more money than you can spend in 10 lifetimes. Now, if you've spent your life piling up money and it still isn't enough for you to feel abundant, or you have built fortunes and lost them over and over again, or you've reached a comfort level and are then stuck there, or you're struggling to make ends meet, the problem is the same every single time. The flow of abundance is no piling up a consistent level of resources to more than supply your needs and desires. Bottom line. So in the upcoming dialogue, I'd like to stir up some embedded formatting by energetically unearthing hidden pockets of fear and suppression. I'm going to use negative commentary on purpose that'll trigger some abundance issues. And at the end, we're going to implement some of the serenity tools to reformat the embedded fears and even the seeds of discomfort that my comments stimulate around having a lot of money. Now, even if you have no conscious response to my upcoming dialogue, the tools that we're going to be using are still going to catch the subtle responses that are stimulated by the ego program file. Now, once again, I want to stress to you that I am speaking negatively on purpose. In this limiting matter, I will be using a tactic called poking the bear, or maybe we'll call it poking the ego. And that's going to assist us to unearth deep genetic formatting. We're going to be rescripting the current life in genetic formatting that aligns with the limiting verbiage that I'm going to be using. So just sit back and relax, and I'm going to start poking the bear, or in this case, I'm going to start poking the ego program file. You know, it sounds pretty funny to hear that abundance might cause discomfort. But this is a foundational fear that blocks most beings from pushing through the barriers that are holding them from the destiny that's theirs to claim. You know, along with money comes responsibility to spend it wisely, which sponsors the fear of making a mistake and losing it all. You know, there's tons of people out there that'd rather not even attract the abundance because they believe it'd be worse to have the abundance and then lose it, which kind of gives energy to the thought that they're already kind of planning to lose it. Better to stay in the nest that they know rather than hop into a nest that doesn't fit. Kind of like wearing an old comfortable pair of shoes rather than putting on a new pair of shoes that haven't been broken in yet. It's much easier to stay in a comfort zone just dreaming than to push through the unknown to create a reality that'll carry you into a life that is flourishing but unfamiliar. Unfamiliar is a big, big word there. Have you heard about all the people that build fortunes and then they feel that everybody wants something from them? That happens a lot. A lot of people talk about that. It's it's like they lose their personal identity and just become a dollar sign. A lot of them get sued too. I, I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but they become targets for people that can ruin their lives. I know someone that's been in the middle of three or four lawsuits, and the whole time I've known that person, they're constantly talking about their lawyers and their lawsuits and all this stuff that's going around. Doesn't sound like too much fun to be rich. Not when that kind of stuff's happening. But what about people that drop you as a friend because you become wealthier than them? I've heard about that happening. Then what do you do? Because if you don't fit in with your old friends and you don't fit in with the people that have all this money, it's like you're going to be alone. 
it's like you're dumped out in the world with all your big bunch of money. And how do you know if your new friends are going to like you because you're wonderful or because, because they want something from you? Or they're waiting to interest you in their investments or schemes? Are you confident enough to say no to people that bring you their ideas if they don't feel good to you? Or would you go along with them so you don't hurt their feelings or so they won't stop liking you? There are a lot of people that become wealthy and then find that they attract people into their lives that have a project that they want them to get involved in, maybe a charity that they want them to fund, or maybe these people are really planning to rob them. You know, I heard about a guy that was slipped some kind of a drug at a bar. And when he woke up, he was tied to a chair in an empty apartment. Now, the kidnappers beat him up until he gave them all of his bank pin codes and the alarm code to his house. Now, when he regained consciousness after the ordeal, he went home. And he not only found that he had been robbed of all of his belongings, but they killed his dog. You know, some people have a fear of being kidnapped, too. But people with a lot of money do sometimes have their spouses or their children kidnapped. Another problem with having a lot of money is that the people that help you manage your money can embezzle from you. And your maids and your cooks that you hire for your house can steal from you. You want to know something else? If you get money and then you have children, they can be very affected by all that money. They can get hooked on drugs, they can get into a car wreck, and then you get sued. Oh my gosh, we're back to getting sued again. Have you priced lawyers lately? Good God. I heard a while back that some attorneys are as much as $500 an hour. If you get in trouble, you're going to need the best. $500 an hour, man, it's going to be like a sinkhole. You better have a lot of money. You better build a huge, huge mass of money because there can be complications and you're going to need that money to get yourself out of trouble. Now, about trouble, what if you make a mistake on your taxes? With all that money, anything can happen. Did, Did you know that the IRS can seize your bank accounts? You're going to have to be very careful with your money. People will be counting on you to maintain their lifestyle by you taking care of your money because they work for you and they'll be counting on their paycheck. Now, if you make poor choices, your employees can be out of work, your family will be devastated, and everyone that knew you before you got money will say it serves you right to lose all that money because you didn't deserve it anyway. And ultimately, they want you to be back in the trenches with them. You see, it makes for a great story among all your old friends as they hash over why you probably lost it all. Nah, you need to be very, very careful and keep that money because it'd be a disaster to lose it. And I'm not joking. Now, now what kind of car do you think you'd like to drive? Because, you know, they say that it's best to drive a normal car rather than a flashy, expensive one. I mean, you you got a lot of money because an expensive car can, can make you a target. You can buy all these great cars, and but you got to keep them in your garage. You can't really use them. You can get five Ferraris, but you can't really drive the Ferrari. Because what if you get a flat tire? You know, you'd be at the mercy of anybody passing by. And if you were wearing expensive jewelry or clothes while you're driving your expensive car, you could get robbed and killed. I certainly hope that you have an alarm system put into your new house especially if you buy an estate, because you're going to be away from the safety of the community. You're going to be way out there. 
in, in, in some kind of a spot away from everybody with your big fence or your wall around your estate, anything can happen inside that estate. No one would know. You're going to be isolated. You're going to be vulnerable. <sighs> you know, life changes when you have a lot of money. You can't just get a haircut. You can't just get one anywhere. Because the wealthy people won't think you fit in if you don't have a special haircut. Now, what if you aren't accepted into the higher circles? That's another thing, you know. You're stepping into big money. You're going to be very wealthy. As a very wealthy individual, will you be considered new or riche? Are you going to fit into old money? You're going to fit even in with the new money. Because these individuals have a standard. Are you going to meet that standard? That's my question. Because, you know, if you weren't groomed for money, you're going to spend the rest of your life pretending like you are money. Like you are high society. It's pretending like you fit in. What if you're accepted, though, and they want you to use drugs and drink? I don't know. If you start using drugs and drinking, you lose everything. We're back to that again. What if, oh my God, what if you become abundant beyond your wildest dreams and you get distracted from your sacred path and purpose? Historically, people with a lot of money are thought of as ungodly anyway and, and even stingy and dishonest. You know, even if you're the most honest person you know, people are still going to think you robbed and stole to get to the top. They even call wealth an ungodly amount of money. You ever heard of that before? An ungodly amount of money. Ungodly. <laughs> that has an interesting flavor now, doesn't it? Wow. That must mean that God wants us to be poor. After all, the Bible says that the meek will inherit the earth. Well, I don't know if I want to inherit the earth and all of its problems, but I will say this. I wonder if it's possible to be meek and wealthy. Hmm. You know, the Bible doesn't say that hardworking people that use their brains and their willpower and a great idea that builds them an empire are going to make it to the kingdom of heaven. Like we said in the previous telecast, the current dogma prescribes that it's easier to thread a camel through a needle than for a wealthy man to make it into the kingdom of heaven. Hmm. wonder if they're just talking about men. Maybe rich women can slip into the pearly gates along with that camel. I don't know. But I'm thinking that maybe this could be a problem. Because no matter how good you are, no matter how much you give... No matter how much you're aligned with your sacred path and purpose, it sounds to me like if you've got a lot of money that you've got a problem with God. I think it's also true that the people talk about people that have a lot of money and that you could become a target of conversation where a lot of people talk about you. Maybe you, maybe you get in the tabloids. Some people even snoop around and can be inspired to kind of dig around and find out things about you, things that happened in your past. Are you ready to be rich? Are you ready to be abundant? You know, maybe you should clean up your past before you even think about this. Matter of fact, I think you should rethink the whole thing. 
Do you really want to be abundant? I mean, this sounds like a lot of trouble. I think it'd be easier just to stay at whatever level you are right now. Because number one, you won't have the IRS sniffing around. You won't have people trying to rob and kill and, and kidnap you and your kids. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a very likely possibility that you won't ever have a flat tire with your Ferrari if you stay exactly where you are right now. I think financially it's a better idea just to give up this whole abundant thing. It's just a dream anyway. It's never going to happen. It's not going to happen to you anyway. It can't. After all, look where you came from. And look where you are right now. I mean, like my daddy used to say, <laughs> you can't get there from here. Okay, that's enough negative probing. I think we've poked the ego enough to have stirred up a feast of random inner dialogue that's going to help us identify loads of embedded formatting that are sponsoring fear of people finding out things about you, making things up that are mean-spirited, exposure to scrutiny, people knowing about you and trying to find out more, fear of being attacked, robbed, sued, fear of getting money and then losing it or having it taken away. Fear of the taxes and the responsibility of having money. And the fear of people no liking you if you get money. And all the other limiting beliefs that are hiding your genetics and your current life files. You know, all that stimulation of negative thoughts is going to pay off now. Because we're going to direct our blessed creator and your God self to take every shred of random inner dialogue that was fostered by this dialogue and your thoughts that kicked in more brain sorting and we're going to have them tracked back to the first seeds that were planted and every foundation that was built upon to activate blocks to your abundance that locked in low ceilings or caps on your potential to create and keep millions of dollars. We're going to empower the creator to reformat these barriers and limitations with mastery profiles that will support your divine right to manifest more money than you and your family can spend in 10 lifetimes. Now, while we're at it, let's empower the creator to sweep through your life, looking for every instance that you did stop or block the flow of abundance and initiate a clearing in each of those placements followed up by a continuous clearing profile that constantly rescripts limiting beliefs that are supporting patterns of lack that are allowing others to define your reality and set your cap or your ceiling of abundance lower than $20 billion. Let's send the creator to every time you could no imagine what it would be like to be abundantly wealthy and have the creator imprint templates and imprints of prosperity into your foundational files to assist you to carry forth an image that will enlighten you to the image of wealth and help you to see yourself in that picture. Let's send the creator back to your conception and then sweep forward through your life, looking for any time that a past life or aspect of your soul lineage energetically linked to this life and imprinted a limiting profile of poverty and lack or activated a vow of poverty from another lifetime and will ask the creator to place a seal on those lives to block those particular exchanges. Let's have the creator sweep through the life to any time you manifested wealth or felt that you were abundantly wealthy or at least getting there 
and fear profiles were triggered that activated mechanisms that depleted your money or property and set you into a profile of lack thinking. We'll initiate clearing in each of those placements and even send the creator on a search for the seeds and foundations that supported the events that started the spiral of loss to begin with. Now let's also initiate a sweep through the life that will identify thoughts and words and sayings that have the potential to diminish your energetic alliance with abundance, like jokes about poverty, money, wealth, deserving, all of that. In each of those placements, we'll empower the creator to mute the words, the tones, and the body language of others that participated in the limiting dialogue that initiated or accompanied the limiting verbiage and body responses that were there. This is all important because we respond to these seemingly harmless exposures and then we imprint them. Those imprints are like mortar that help to build the walls of lack and fears about money and lay foundations of no deserving or even worse, the belief that God does no support our abundance. Thinking about something like fear of how you can lose the money can also kick in a resistance to attracting and creating abundance, especially if you have deeply embedded beliefs that support the approach of less is more. And if you don't have it, you can't lose it. And it's easier to have never known wealth than to have it and lose it. These beliefs are so debilitating because they lay into the foundation of the, of the belief systems of who we are and how we interact with money. Money is energy. That's the most important thing for our, our, our mind to wrap around, our consciousness to recognize that right now and on this world for thousands and thousands of years that we know of, money has been the exchange Money has been the exchange. It isn't dirty. It isn't nasty. It isn't bad. It's just the mechanism we use. If it's a coin that's stamped out of, out of copper that's just melted and poured down with a stamp of a king or an emperor or a dictator, or if it's paper money that says, in God we trust, or, or however, it's gold bars, it's whatever it is, it's the exchange. When we put imprints and and these belief systems about what money is into the, into the forming of what we allow into our life, it's important to have that belief of what it is. Be clean, be pristine, be aligned with the real truth that it's just energy. Energy is energy is energy. Everything is love. So if we align with the energy and the vibration and the absolute knowing that all money in all forms is an exchange and it's love, can you imagine what we will foster in our lives? Fear of money stops money from flowing. You know, another area of fear that we can address is the fear of spending money or fear of money going out of the bank account or the checkbook, or however you look at the, the way that your money is spent. If you were raised by frugal parents or parents that struggled coming up, or there were hard times in your childhood or adult life where every penny had to be carefully watched, you can imagine how traumatic it might be to receive a $4,000 electric bill. I'm using that as an example because I know somebody who gets $4,000 electric bills. 
The thought of such a thing might be enough to instigate a forming thought that locks a cap on abundance by mentally claiming, this will never happen to me. Or, oh my God, I would die if I got a bill like that. Well, if you don't want to die, better not get a bill like that. Oops, better not have a big estate. Oops, better not manifest a lot of money. You know, these are just thoughts, but if they are strong enough and there's energy behind them, the thoughts can form barriers that link into blocks to abundance. Now, you know very well that if you have a huge estate, the electric bill might be quite high. And even if it was $4,000 a month, as in the case of the person I know that pays nearly $50,000 a year in electric, like them, you'll be able to afford to pay that bill easily. Let's empower the Creator to sweep through your life right now, to identify any time that you've feared a bill, feared paying a bill, or feared no being able to pay a bill, and set a clearing in place to each of those instances to release attachment to old paradigms, and in each of those placements, we'll ask the Creator to imprint new images of abundance that will assist you to know, know beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you have the money to pay the bill and to set into place a foundation of gratitude and expecting that will support a greater level of abundance flow and an ease in releasing the money to pay the bills as well. Let's also have the Creator sweep through your life to identify any energy of hoarding because hoarding slows and even can stop the flow of money from building even though that is exactly what you're trying to do when you hoard. It's funny because when we fear the release of energy of abundance to flow in and out of your coffers, it most generally blocks the coffers from flowing in more than flows out. When you release the fear and the reins of control, the money begins to overflow as opportunities expand your horizons and the avenues of receiving just increase. Now, if the Creator does identify areas of hoarding or control in that sweep, Areas that have blocked your flow of abundance and have them rescripted. But if anyone in your life further supported that reality with any of their words or tones, their body language, we're going to empower the Creator to mute those imprints and foundational words, tones, and body language and have the Creator replace them with new imprints that'll foster the truth of your ability to manifest all that you desire. We're going to keep revisiting the same themes over and over again over these telecasts because they are interwoven into the collective consciousness of humanity and some of these themes are actually being supported by collective consciousness. Now, in addition to the other clearing that we talked about, Today, you're going to receive several Serenity Level 3 unweaving processes that are designed to release your alliance with these limiting collective beliefs. This will assist you to divorce yourself from the old paradigms that have silently held you and humanity in bondage within a state of mediocrity, in a frozen state that's locked you and them into an acceptance of limiting principles that support lack and a fear of changing that reality. Today, we're choosing right now to release identified and undiscovered fears that support behaviors that set a pattern of or even a groove in place that can hold you at arm's length from your ideal or even so far away that it might as well be a million miles away like 
building a mountain of debt and then waiting for a miracle to pay it off rather than being creative and finding ways to chip the balance down swiftly or at a comfortable pace. You know, fearing money can also be about fearing that you won't have enough, which can set your energy ceiling low as well as squelch the flow of abundance. Another behavior is waiting. Sitting around waiting for money to come to you is like waiting alongside the road begging for handouts from the universe. Now, the energy that is aligned with that method can pay off if there's an abundance of trust and faith in the outcome that you desire, but more times than not, it sets up a victim energy that fosters even more lack or just gets you enough to get by. Build a bridge that leads to your pot of gold rather than dreaming about it coming to you. If you lived in the valley and mined for gold on top of the mountain and you had a huge pile of massive gold nuggets that you couldn't carry, would you sit down in the valley and wish you had that gold and dream about what you could do with it? Or would you find a way to get that gold down to you? Look at your assets and begin to know the value of you and acknowledge the truth that you can create anything. When you can see yourself as abundant, you can create that reality way more expediently. Dreaming is different than a dream and knowing trumps both of those. Knowing that the reality that you're fostering will manifest as you desire and that it is being fostered by your focused creation forming energy that you support with your thoughts, your deeds, and your intentions. And knowing that you would never sabotage the potential for the reality that you're choosing. And knowing that you will no accept or allow others to sabotage you what you're choosing firmly anchors your intention. When you claim your sovereignty and you see you as your greatest asset, you can foster a greater flood of creation energy flowing toward the manifestation of your desired reality than believing that you need to be saved from financial disaster by the lotto or by money flowing in from a magical source that will lift you from your burdens and elevate you to the levels of abundance that you're dreaming about. Now, I want you to know I'm not discounting that you can win the lottery or that you can attract the abundance you desire from sources that unfold magically and with great surprise. But if you lay the foundation for abundance to flow to you from all sources in the universe by clearing up the genetic and current life formatting that supports underlying fears and blocks to allowing it to happen, then your next step is action, which is a master element in the formation of any reality. Define and choose your divine ideal, then envision it, accept it, and allow it to form as a reality in your life. Make a plan and put it into action. Bada boom, bada bing, a flood of creation energy will fuel the outcome that you're choosing. That's Manifestation 101. Now, I knew a woman years ago that sat in her living room for months watching the balance dwindle in her checkbook, and every day she'd bring out her pendulum and she'd check to see if the abundance was coming to her. And no matter how she asked the pendulum, it always swung in favor of the flood of abundance coming her way. And she waited, and she waited, and she waited. And eventually they took her car and her washer and dryer and some of her furniture. And in the end, she lost faith in her pendulum, and she moved in with her 85-year-old mother. 
Now, a year later, her mother died, and this blessed woman inherited her mother's home, her investments, and her money. Now, I don't know if that was the abundance that the pendulum was swinging for, but I do know this. Action fuels the flood of abundance. So it is more important for us to build tracks for the, for the money train. So it can bring energy of abundance to us. If you're waiting for your ship to come in and it's just out of reach, swim out to meet it or manifest the energy to bring the boat within your grasp. Whatever it takes, find the way to get you to the boat. There are people that manifest great abundance. And in the process of that reality forming, I can assure you that they have envisioned the outcomes that they have fueled into formation. You're not a victim and money is nothing to be afraid of. You have untapped regions of master manifestation potential that will allow your genius to be activated, that'll foster your entrepreneurial aspirations and inspirations. And as they're illuminated, you're going to be able to see the paths open up before you and the opportunities to expand your resources are just going to abound. Will you let that happen? This is your life not your father's life, not your mother's life, or the life of any of your ancestors. It's your time to release the genetic formatting that's held you in bondage from creating this life that you desire and the reality that you're choosing to direct your energy to create. Let's take the formatting that the random inner dialogue we intentionally triggered with that litany of limiting verbiage about the negative things that some people create into their lives when they have a lot of money, and let's take the clearing of them to an even deeper level by implementing some advanced principles that will keep digging after today, tomorrow, and even a year from now. Let's calibrate the sweeps to continue digging, to lift layers and layers of fears in every form, even if those fears are linked into other emotional attachments to apprehensions about wealth and prosperity, like apathy. Apathy isn't fear. But if there is an element of your formatting that supports a laziness when it comes to life or getting up and going, as they call it, finding ways to make it happen and keep the energy flowing, then that apathy could fall into the sidebar of fear. If only because there'd be a part of you that would be afraid of having a lot of money because it would mean additional responsibilities and choices to be made. In fact, that could create a funny spin on fear because there could be fear of having all the extra responsibility and fear that if you don't do everything possible to keep things going, the money would all be lost. You know, I think that's some of the reasoning behind why so many lottery winners go bankrupt. Because they can no see themselves as capable of managing the money. And in many cases, it's like they're trying to move through the pile of money as fast as they can just to get rid of it. You know, I know someone on disability that got a settlement check for like $50,000 years ago, and he spent it in weeks. I think it was because he didn't want that extra money to affect his assistance checks. Now, actually, if this person would have outright purchased things, it would have worked out. But instead, he put money down on a lot of things. And then when the money was gone, he couldn't keep up the payments on all of the new stuff. And it basically all got taken away from him. Now... I consider that to be self-sabotage. In the end, this fellow ended up with nothing to show for the windfall he received, except 
deep remorse and continuous mental recriminations and thought patterns that constantly played out in his mind of what he should have done. Well, I like to say shoulda, coulda, woulda. What happened in the past stays in the past. Or we hope that it does. But you know what? If that constant recrimination plays through, that new trigger process called story will be beautifully placed in every single one of those mental recriminations. Do you think that there may be something within you that could sabotage your attraction and full manifestation of wealth and prosperity? That's a really good question because if you can think back on your life and come up with a pattern of defeat or even one small moment in time that you made a choice that turned your destiny and a direction away from a better job or a higher pay or an opportunity that could have propelled you to the freedom of abundance. The clearing that we're going to load right now is going to reach back into the past to those times and it's going to work in the past to detect patterns and the seeds and foundations of those choices that sponsored or supported your rejection of the flow of abundance. And we're going to empower the creator in your God self to rescript the formatting that stopped or blocked you from claiming the abundance and the, all those pathways leading to it. In fact, the creator is going to reach way further into the embedded formatting that exists within the layers of limiting impressions and thoughts, as well as the emotional alliances with failure and, and all of those limitations that fuel the fears. To reach deeply into that well of limitation, we're going to make use of what I call the big lemon. The big lemon is the ego program file. Just by me asking you to think back on your life to look for patterns of resistance to abundance, that stimulated a huge data search with your brain where you might think of one or two instances, your brain can come up with millions of occurrences. Well, in that moment, the big lemon jumped on board and started sifting through the data, looking for every scenario that was either a suppression profile or a limiting factor that could be supported in your genetic and current life files. Now, that lemon likes to spin the past and current data to support foundations of limitation in your now, so it can convince you that you need to stay right where you are financially. Now, the big lemon, or the ego program file, which is the name the creator gave me to call this mechanism of suppression, reflects the opposition, the opposite of positive, because it's a mechanism of duality. Today, we're going to use this mechanism to our advantage. Instead of having it come against us and constantly be affecting our clarity, we're going to make some lemonade with that lemon because everything that the lemon comes up with to reflect to you the futility of you even trying to leap to the status of freedom that abundance will offer you is going to be used to take this clearing to a deeper level. You see, the ego program file is going to do everything it can to convince your subconscious and your consciousness that you can no have abundance. But we're going to take this formatting that the ego has gathered and we're going to load it into our clearing. And I have added a serenity level five spin of my own to this clearing that's going to take that genetic formatting to an even deeper level. Now, when we actuate this screen in a minute or two, you're going to take a breath 
because you're going to feel layers and layers of rags just fall right off of your body, your auric field, and off of your conscious vision of yourself. Now, to access this clearing and the Creator's blessing, you may close your eyes and imagine or pretend to see a screen floating blissfully before you. Silently ask the Creator if it is in divine alignment for the Creator to implement these blessings for you. And then relax and feel, sense, hear, or see the answer. When you receive an affirmative answer, think or speak the word yes. And in that instant, the clearing will be complete. You might press pause now and get your answer. Now that you've actuated this clearing, take that deep breath. I want you to envision yourself dressed in the most glorious finery. Let your senses connect with the vision of rich fabrics and the fabulous cut of your clothing. Feel your skin, your body, your hair, and the lightness of your energy fields. Now I want you to walk over to a mirror and look into it and see you as you are, a glorious master, an abundant being. And continue looking into the mirror for a full minute, the whole while viewing your physical form. And for that minute, think or say positive, beautiful, beautiful descriptions of yourself that support the new reality that you're claiming. Put I and I am in front of those beautiful statements, like I am abundant, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am healthy, I am vital, I am in love with life. Throughout this part of the exercise, a clearing profile will activate that is calibrated to continue re-scripting any new limiting formatting that the ego program file has unearthed to convince you that you are wrong in everything that you are saying. From this day forward, every time you look into a mirror and have the thought to foster the new truth of your abundance, think and say positive statements with an I am about your abundance, health, prosperity, and vitality. And this same clearing will initiate. You can add thoughts of safety and the surety of your continued wealth, like, it is safe to be rich. I only attract relationships that are honoring and mutually supportive. I allow myself to be abundant. And my favorite of all, I have more money than I could spend in 10 lifetimes. While you're speaking or thinking these formation thoughts, our blessed creator will be making lemonade by rescripting the reformatting that is supporting the random inner dialogue that the Big Lemon sponsors. And remember to use the Serenity Trigger Process story each time you recognize that there is a storyline going on in your conscious or unconscious thought patterns. You'll be able to use this new trigger to reformat so many blocks to your abundance and any other limitation that you detect in your verbiage. Use it liberally. Just think story with the intention to use a trigger and watch your world transform to more ease and grace and self-empowerment. Know that you're defining your realm at every moment and consciously define it in the clarity of a quiet mind because that will assist you to make quantum leaps into the mastery that has always been your destiny. 
In the next six telecasts, we're going to address countless areas of suppression profiles and blocks that have been misdirecting you away from your paths to plenty. Remember, this isn't just about us. We're assisting everyone when we're releasing the barriers that have been blocking us to abundance. Every hundred masters like you that embraces the truth that it's their divine right to manifest plenty will assist to foster a new level of acceptance within the collective reality that allows countless others to fuel their acceptance of plenty. Until our next segment, remember that you are a glorious master that is remembering the ease of formation. And you're magnificent. Now with special permission from Duane Briggs, we'll finish this segment with a clip of Dawn is the Feeling from his Balanced Woman CD. You can review and purchase this glorious album and others on our online store at www.serenityvibrationhealing.com. Namaste. Dawn is a feeling, a beautiful ceiling. The smell of grass just makes you pass into a dream. You're here today, no future fears. This day will last a thousand years. If you wanted to You look around you Things that astound you So breathe in deep You're not asleep Open your eyes You're here today No future fears This day will last a thousand years If you wanted to You understand that all over this land is a feeling In minds far near things are becoming clear With a meaning With a meaning Faster than eyes could ever see You're here today No future fears This day 